0: Congratulations to all the gang that uh, have had opportunities to do the video podcast. I will say they have been having uh, some really nice success. If you haven't had a chance to check these out, uh, please do so. We're going to tell you about one in just a second. Welcome back. Danielle McLaughlin, Kelly McDonald. We are the hosts of Kelly and Company uh, today on the program as uh, Danielle fills in for Rumya. Folks, I was speaking particularly today of the pulse. Joeita and American disability activist Judy Human will be discussing a new training program for job seekers with disabilities offered by Fable Tech Labs. That's The Pulse, Thursday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, uh, here on uh, AMI-audio. You can also find it on your favorite podcast platform and on YouTube, as I was mentioning. Uh, great success for those shows. Congratulations for uh, the stable of our podcasts that are over there on uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's time now, as we like to do on Mondays and Tuesdays on the program, to check in with one of our community reporters, Tony Freimark, joins us now with news from Medicine Hat, Alberta. Tony, welcome back. Hey, how's it going? Uh, we're keeping busy, of course, as we begin the second hour. Mm-hmm. Always wonderful to have you guys with us to talk about things going on in the region. And otherwise, Danielle, I, I think we're we're having a great time with all our guests and learning a lot.
1: We are, and uh, it's always exciting to, to look at the wide variety of things we get to talk about here on Kelly and Company. I'm, I never fail to enjoy myself,
0: we're and always... I'm really looking
1: forward to hearing from Tony.
0: Yeah, we're, we're always so spoiled, Tony, on the program. Uh, let's get into the Working Group, now taking uh, applications uh, for Working Group for Accessibility and Inclusion. Yeah,
2: so just as the title reads, we are taking applications uh, until November the 14th for the Working Group for Accessibility and Inclusion. And basically what this group is, is we we meet on Zoom at 11.15 a.m. to 1 o'clock, and um, we talk about how we can make this city more accessible accessible and inclusive and we're looking for four applicants it'd be nice if they had uh, different disabilities but we're taking any 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 people so yeah it's going on till the 14th of november you can can apply you can either apply on the city website or you can just get in contact with Leslie if you have any questions or or concerns.
0: Awesome. Um, when I first started to do TV stuff for AMI-tv, uh, I knew we were going to go out and, and speak to a lot of disability groups and on subjects and on accessibility. And, uh, you know, at that, that point, I felt, oh, my goodness, I don't know a lot about this stuff. And a position came up on the uh, advisory committee here in London, Ontario, with City Hall. I applied and, and got on got on the committee, and the first thing I noted was, wow, um, they speak a lot of acronyms. <laughs> so I, I had to learn because for a while there were a lot of places they'd reference, and I'm, I wonder what that is and I have to go check or look it up or lean over to the person next to me. Hey, uh, who's that? And, and try to really understand. So sitting on a committee like that is tremendous. And I know they want your thoughts, your feelings, your experiences shared. Do you know if during that, uh, Applying? Any idea what things they want you to include? Any resume or just uh, a note of interest?
2: Well, past experience, just kind of what you're what you're doing in your life and how you could contribute to this to this committee.
0: That's awesome. I think it's great. If you if somebody's out there thinking about it, you can't beat it. Getting on the Zoom platform, I know that's where I had to step off because of running around doing so much. Uh, I found myself in jeopardy of missing too many meetings and, you know, not being able to commit as much. But with the Zoom platform, Tony, really wonderful. So that's great. We'll put that up on the blog at ami.ca slash kellyco. Folks, you got a bit of time. Think about it. But it, it's a really cool experience.
1: It really is, yeah sounds great. Tony, I understand you've had an interesting experience uh, using the Google Lookout app, reading a menu at Trucker's Restaurant. Can you uh, tell us something about that?
2: Yeah, I'm, I won't forget this uh, experience because this was the first time that I ever pulled my, my Android phone out and I thought, eh, you know, I'm going to check out this uh, Google Lookout app. It's free. got it downloaded. Here's a perfect opportunity. Let's... Uh, let's pull the app out, let's point it to the menu. And, uh, sure enough, it, uh, started reading the menu out to me and, uh, don't know if I had, uh, the meal decided or I was undecided, but I for surely had it decided by then. Uh, so it's really cool to know that, uh, if you're not able to read the menu, you don't have a sighted person there, or you just, you don't want to fool around with, uh, getting the right magnification set up, uh, I know that uh, I've used this app in other situations as well. Wasn't able to read the uh, the sayings on the uh, well, what are they called? The um, uh, uh, the w- were you the fortune cookies that, that oh, that's right. The, word, the
1: fortune cookies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't so, want to miss know, those. My no, goodness. No, no, no. <laughs> so
2: yeah, that was pretty cool. And like, it has. Uh, and it reads out the fortune
1: cookies too. What more could yeah. you want? That's yeah, terrific. Yeah, <laughs>
2: like if you're having trouble with like not knowing an object, you can point it at the object, and it'll. If you're not quite pointed correctly, it'll tell you out loud: go left, go right, go up, oh. go down. It's it's great, and it's That's actually yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to the other like glasses platforms and stuff like that, and the blind shell.
1: Um, so yeah, it's not just. For Android so that's great. and it's I, great I did, so when you were using it did people come over and say could you just read this menu here for me while you're at it because <laughs> usually the menus are printed so poorly that having something to read it out loud sounds like a, a fabulous idea <laughs> well I think I
2: was fiddling with the, the volume to make it a li- little bit quieter to not disrupt people you know <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: gosh so have you used it for that that app for some other things as well
2: yeah i used it to read uh, the vehicle bus numbers when i wasn't able to uh the back of like bottles of like say you need the instructions or how to use it or whatnot so it's came in real handy
0: good that's, that's really amazing great. that really is it. Oh, Especially wow. Especially
1: the fortune cookies. that, that That's the best. <laughs>
2: I know. Too bad I can't remember what they said. But
0: I always <laughs> find that with fortune cookies, the paper curls up on you. So that's tricky, yeah. but oh, that's wonderful. Oh, eh? hey.
2: It's like, where's that piece of tape? You know? yeah,
0: yeah, 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 exactly. I'll tape this down, then I can read it. Um, let's talk about the part time position that's out there uh, looking for a regional programmer for ASRAB.
2: Yeah, I I really hope that this uh, will get this position filled, and uh, here in our south region, and they are looking for a coordinator to um, to get the recreation and sports going here in Medicine Hat for those living with vision loss, and this is for the um, what's known as ADSRAB, which was is the Alberta Sports and recreation association for the blind and i back in the college days i had an opportunity to go to these practices with goalball in calgary and i know that made for a very long day going from medicine hat to calgary every saturday you know you get up at 6 and you don't get back here till midnight so yeah if you're interested uh would be good to for for you guys to apply for this to get this going for the south region
0: it's a um- an interesting thing when you talk about this, because we've had dealings, of course, with uh, as Rab when we've been out in Alberta, uh, when Jim Crisco comes on and talks to us about things going on uh, on his beat. You've mentioned them before. It really was something that they've wanted to do for a while. But it's got to be a tough one finding people who are willing to pick up the gauntlet because you can only ask so much of a volunteer. So when you say, look, i got a part-time position, look, whoever takes it on knows it's going to be a lot of work, a lot of extra time that they they, they may not get paid for. But you've got to have that knowledge. You've got to be interested and especially interested in just giving a bit of your time. This is really to say thanks when you look at part-time positions. They're looking for that kind of person, I'm assuming, who really has the feel, understands, and how you can bring goalball to to an area where someone doesn't have to travel as far or do some of the things, like you said, uh, that you had to do in college, jump on and go all the way in, do it, and go all the way back, eating up a whole day.
2: Yeah, I just want to make a plug there, Kelly, that this is actually a paid position. Right, yep. So even better, you know?
0: Yeah, and again, I know people, when you look at a position like this, you got to be willing wanting and understanding that yeah it's a paid position but that person they want i'm sure is is somebody who really will throw themselves into it and you and i know tony they'll do more than than what you would say they're paid for and i don't think anyone would would try to tell you different um but looking to be able at least to give somebody a little hey man thank you for the wonderful you know effort and all the time that you put into it and it's always nice and funding for even just a a part-time position is often so hard to come by so fedora's off to these folks because uh they really want to get people out there and involved as you know
2: yeah i'd even go out there and throw some gold balls as well
0: uh one of your favorite uh blind sports
2: oh for sure yeah it was a lot of fun it's just like i say the The traveling time, and I was in college, so I thought, eh, might as well commit myself more to the college.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, we reach out to Linda McPhail for this run, uh, don't we? And we'll put this, of course, up on our blog, ami.ca slash kellyco. Uh, When you played goalball, did you winger or center?
2: I actually didn't even get to play a real goalball game. I was just all at practices. There was a snowstorm when uh, we were supposed to do a tournament, so I was
0: stuck here. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, That's a shame. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a fun sport. I've I've always enjoyed goalball when I played it, and and totally get it. And it, just to give people that chance to do something like that, get out, be on a team, or just like you guys, shoot it around. Uh, so wonderful, Tony. We'll talk to you next month. Thank you. Great stuff.
2: Thanks. Happy Halloween.
0: You betcha. Uh, remember to check out the blog mi.ca slash Kelly Co for all the items that Tony spoke to us about and she'll be back uh, uh, next month. We talk to our community reporters on Mondays and Tuesdays right here on Kelly and Company. This time of year, students with disabilities of all ages are completing their independent education plans. We'll be talking about that with Lucia Belafonte in two minutes.